Welcome to Business Unfiltered, where we dive into the raw and unfiltered world of running a business with Mercer and Jeff Sauer. Grab a seat for this unfiltered journey into the world of entrepreneurship. This is Business Unfiltered. Welcome back to Business Unfiltered. It is Mercer. I am here, of course, as always with Jeff Sauer. And today's episode, we are talking about goals for 2024 because we figured, well, as the first episode for 2024, let's make it the goals episode. So Jeff, I guess to, to kind of do our traditional thing, goals. What do you think about when it thinks to goals? What, do you, what, it kind, of, what kind of things come to mind when we try yeah. to define goals? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines goal. Okay, I'm going to take my prepared script and I'm going to throw that one in the garbage because this, is, this isn't a best man speech. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to do it. But uh, yeah, goals are just, just you know, I, I don't even know if we need to define this, but like, what are we working on? What are some goals that we want to get going? What are some things that we can hold ourselves accountable with? for the next year. Because honestly, I think that sometimes you talk about stuff, you say you're going to do it, but it becomes real when it's actually out there in podcast form or when it's out there in the world. So what are we going to hold ourselves accountable to doing in the new year? And mm. so, yeah, I, I definitely have some things that I'm working on. I'm sure you do as well. And so do you want to just get right into what, what, what our goals are? Or do you want to share any thoughts? Yeah, on let's, first? let's, uh, we can, we can definitely kind of transition to that. I'm curious, like, how do you, how do you organize it? Are you organizing it by, by sort of like, oh, here's my financial goals. Here's my business goals. Here's my personal goal. Like, do you, do you have buckets like that? Of, of our, and then I've, I'm all for sharing the goals too. I think that's important. And then we'll have a, and it'll be our own little accountability episode if yeah, we do yeah, it yeah. by the end of the year. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but so like, I guess in terms of organization, how are you how are you thinking about it? Yeah, so it's funny. Like, I'm I'm not a good I'm not a big calendar year. We need to change something. I need to set goals. I don't like start the year with new goals. I actually have continuations of a lot of my goals that I want to get to. So, you know, physically, health wise, one of my goals is to to lose about twenty more pounds. I've lost and kept off a solid twenty. I've I, I actually lost twenty five and I gained five or 10 of it back. I want to, I want to lose that 20 and just keep it down there, you know? Um, so like that's, that's like a physical goal type of stuff. Uh, but that yeah. was something I made a goal two years ago and it's just a continuation. And there's that business goals that I've made decisions in the last few weeks and months that I want to continue on with too. So it's like, I've already, some of these things are just execution, right? So I think that yeah. when I look at goals, it's more of just continued execution at a macro level. Um, but I guess there is like, Hey, next year I'm going to start doing something. Um, it's like that, the next level of something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that just at a strategic level, saying on January one, I'm going to be a different person or whatever. It's not you're not giving yourself enough runway, you're not right. giving yourself enough grace, and you're sort of setting yourself up for the potential of failure. Because as soon as you get resistance, you're basically you choose you chose a goal that um, maybe you weren't prepared to do. So I wouldn't just take this thing and say I'm going to set goals for 2024. Um, you might want to look at this thing as like what is your what what goal do you want to achieve in a few years, and then what can you do in 2024 to get you there. Yeah. Right. That's how I've treated goals. And I, th I feel like it, it's it's a long slog and maybe I don't make as much micro progress as I want to. But I'm my goal is is a complete transformation and being better at things. Right. And those things take more than a year. Sometimes they take more than months. And so it's taking the big goal and turning it into smaller ones is yeah. the strategy behind this from my so perspective. I guess let's let's dive in and we'll make it we'll put ourselves on the record here. Like what are your what are your kind of. You know, I'll, I'll use the word goals just to keep it kind of with the the trend of the episode. But what's what's the piece of the thing that you want to accomplish in 2024 of of this larger picture? Yeah, so let's talk about personal. I want to talk about personal first. So, okay, um, I feel like I've I've had analysis paralysis and perfectionism when it comes to 
putting myself out there again on things like social media and sharing my story and my journey. Um, I've been really focused heads down inside the business and working on some things. And I'd like to surface some of the, some of that, um, some of my personal gains and be more of a person online. So I'm going to start a personal YouTube channel or I'm not sure if it's starting or repurposing an existing one, but basically getting it to be more real, a lot less production, caring about that and just sitting there and just talking about this. This, this has been very therapeutic working on this podcast, right? I really enjoy this. I like the unfiltered piece. It's sort of how I operate and I want to do that on video form and I want to do it just more for Jeff as a person. So I want to reestablish myself as a person, um, to the outside world. Um, I have a lot of personal goals with my family and stuff like that, but they're, they're really continuations. So I don't know if I, how much I want to get into that, but just continue to be a good dad, continue to do things with my family. You know, one of the things that I want to do family wise is to take us all on a trip every quarter, you know, Mm. every quarter, have a trip away unplugged and be able to truly be unplugged, not actually answering questions or taking calls and stuff like that. Did that a few times in 2023, but that did sort of fall off. I have a, you know, some travel goals I'd like to take my family to Asia. I have a conference in October that I have booked. Um, and I want to take the whole family there, maybe spend as much as a month in, in Thailand where, where my wife and I live for a while and and just have, have fun there. So some of the personal things are really, it's around making the, you know, separating personal and business, but then also just, just being more satisfied with where I'm at. Um, I've, I've done a lot of transformation in the last two years working on myself. I, I hired two coaches, one as a physical coach, and one was a business coach. And both of those people have really helped me mentally overcome a lot of cur- hurdles. I'm much more resilient now. I have a system. And it's like, now I feel confident in just being that guy that I that I have built myself up to do. So that's what I mean by surfacing it. It's like, I have, yeah. I've done a lot since I went public with things. I'm, I want to be a little bit more um, open and public with that. Now that does have value because it will help build my brand as a business. It'll help build me as an entrepreneur. Right. But, but basically being able to help other people, um, and help people in public is sort of one of my, that's, I guess that'd be my, my personal brand slash, you know, my personal goal overall. How about you? Yeah. You know, I, I like the personal idea of when it comes to personal goals, the things I definitely need to work on. I think all entrepreneurs probably can say this though, is, is that idea of taking a break, you know, allowing yourself to take a little more vacations and really be checked out. Um, I did that, uh, uh, this year, which was nice. I was able to do that. I didn't do it as, as often as I wanted to. Um, but I think, so I think next year there'll be a little more of that of like, you know, taking a break. I think the, and, you know, and I would also, I would love to experiment with like four day work weeks. You know, I don't know how that stuff would go. I don't I honestly think that's going to happen in 2024. That might be like a 2025 thing. Um, but, you know, something similar to that uh, would be kind of interesting. Again, for that idea of like recovery, because I think we underestimate how useful recovery is because it feels like you're not doing anything, but that's when the actual growth is occurring. Uh, and, and I think I need a reminder of that. So that's, you know, personally I, taking a little more breaks, but, you know, but I think the the bigger kind of personal goal for me, and I think partially it's because of just how I'm built. And I think partially the reason I'm built this way is just because I'm, that's why I'm an entrepreneur, just sort of naturally suited to this, but it's this idea of control. Uh, I'm very comfortable with control. Let's just say it like that. I like, I'm a control freak. I like controlling things. I like building systems that where I can predict and forecast and, and I like having things under my control. And um, I think from a personal standpoint, that can go a little too far uh, where you're trying to control conversations or control other stuff and you want to control everything and to be willing to just um, accept 
that there are certain things out of my control, uh, despite like emotionally accept, not logically accept. I logically accept that. I just don't emotionally accept that. So I think in 2024, just from a personal goal uh, standpoint, it would be that. It would be to accept that there are like truly emotionally just get like, hey, something's out of my control. I can't do anything about this right now. It's, it's not a problem that I have to solve. Let's just let it be. Let's listen to, you know, be be in the, uh, the arena without having to, participate in what, what's going on, you know, that, that sort of thing. So I think it's, you know, for me, that's a, that's a big one. And I think that'll, that'll help, you know, making me, you know, a better husband, a better friend and everything else that comes on. So that's kind of my, my core goal on the, the personal standpoint. Do you have um, any goals under kind of the marketing side of things or business side? If you want to yeah. So I, I like the listen more. It's funny. Every time, every book I read on leadership, every time I hear it is like, you should listen more. And I definitely, that's not the type of leader that I always am. And so I, I, I appreciate that. Part of why I like our podcast is that I get to listen to you (laughs) and your ideas. And and it definitely, I'm like, oh yeah, duh, should be doing that. Right. So listening can be really, really good. Um, I'm actually listening to a book right now called 10 X is better than two X by Dan Sullivan. Yep. I didn't, I, I thought that it, I didn't like, I don't like. 10 I don't like number and then X. I just don't like it. Um, I don't like it when people put numbers and everything. It just it really annoys me. But this one actually happens to be very good. And the That's idea cool. is that um, <laughs> these, these little known here. trivia is about you. I'm just like, I'm just like, right. Yeah. Is that Jeff does not like numbers next to X's. <laughs> yeah, right. I just don't like it because it, it's always like it's always a hack. It's a That's hacky so true. Thing. It's a hack. Yeah. Thing. 100, 100x you're like not really yeah yeah but this one is actually it's really the more of a mind it's it's a mindset book disguised it is as it, a, it is a great book yeah i've read it too yeah but. and and it just you know but but that's you know the idea here is um i've realized a few things one is that i have a manager's schedule not an entrepreneur's schedule lately like a, my my schedule's been overbooked and i haven't had as much think time you talked about potentially going to a four-hour work week or four-day work week excuse me i'm actually one of my goals is to work on bigger projects on Mondays and Fridays and make them recharge time. So either I have, either I'm working on a project or I'm not working on anything. I'm just thinking, um, I spent a week of vacation. I just got back from it this week from last week being on vacation and it was great. I had more clarity than ever. I had to make some tough decisions, but I, I, all I did was think about it. And I came to the solution that is definitive. Um, when you're in the thick of things, it's really hard to get that finality and that definitive way of doing things. And so, you know, this, this goes into my business goals. It's personal and business is like taking more time to think and listen and to understand the scenario and to think through things is going to be a big factor for me. And so I'm, I'm actually doing less. I, I, my goal is to do less in 2024 than I did in 2023. I did so much and my team did so much. We are overworked, but we almost got burnt out on things. So I'm consolidating a lot of things. I'm, I'm giving up some of my babies and I'm giving up control on some things that, that really aren't serving me well. So basically I've decided to 80, 20 things. I've decided to 80, 20, a lot of what I do in the business and 80, 20, what that means is that I'm going to do 20% as much of the, of, you know, I'm going to find the 20% of time that I spend that brings 80% of the results. And I'm prepared for the first time ever for that to be that I could have a decline of 20%. And I would be fine with that. I would actually be fine with a decline of 20% if it meant that I'm working less, right? I'm, I'm satisfied with that. Um, especially, you know, piggybacking on our economic situation thing, especially in the first half of the year where pretty much no matter what we do, we might have that happen anyway. 
So it's like, I'm, I'm giving up again, like the control, I'm giving up some, something to the fate. And then I want to do things that make me happy. Now, one of the things that I couldn't do when I'm always producing, when I'm always making stuff is I couldn't work on this book that I've been wanting to work on forever. So the first thing that I am working on that I'll finish in 2024 is my book. The book is called Service Stacking, or that's the framework that we have. And the idea is that um, it's, a, it's a way to have, let any agency uh, immediately plug in this framework and double their conversion rate to sales and increase the average order value because instead of offering one thing and hoping that they accept it, it's, it's a stacking of your offers, but it's, and it's a very specific way of doing it. Right. So I'm teaching this framework and I do expect that it's going to become the standard for how people do their business. So I want that book to get out there, but I want the time to be able to go on podcasts and promote it. I want to be able to get out there and let people know about it. I want people to see it. I want to have the funnel going and bringing people in. I want that to be a major thing of what I'm doing, which would mean that it's taking a big swing that it's going to be successful, right? I'm taking a bigger swing than normal, but it would mean that I have to be more of a 2080 on everything else if I want that to happen, right? right. So those are the types of things that I'm I'm making sacrifices. I'm I'm sacrificing some things and, and just letting them be, um, accepting them for what they are in order to reach this bigger goal. And that's really where this 10x comes in. That's that's a 10x idea, right? You, you know, you have a mailing list and you have like, you have online courses and memberships. There's a certain point you're going to go. The only way you can 10 X that is to do something like write a book, to do something bold, to have a million person YouTube channel. That's really the only way to get to the next level. So I'm like, okay, well I, I got to I'll, I'll put the other thing into more of a maintenance mode and let that happen in order to do the 10 X idea. So one yeah. of my 10 X ideas that I'm going to execute on in 2024, we'll actually see the surface I'm executing on it now but it will actually be in, in, in the world, um, in 2024 is this idea of service stacking, right? Getting that book going and then getting people to go to it, getting them to, to learn from it, having them meet with me to, to learn how to implement it and then selling coaching on top of that or selling my continuity on top of it, which would yeah. be where they can work with me long-term. So that's, that's really, um, a major business thing for me is to get service stacking out there into the world and get people using it to get the success stories that will propel it forward. I love that. And that's, you know, from my perspective, I'm looking at kind of what we've got going on. Um, cause, cause what I'm hearing you talk about is more of the marketing side, right? Like how we're going to mm -hmm. market and change and adjust. And, and for us, there's some similarities, um, not, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't frame it like on our end, it wouldn't be the 80, 20, but it would be the, the idea of creating offers uh, and getting really, really good at offers. Um, cause I think that's a basic marketing lesson that as a company, we, again, if there's a difference between logically understanding and emotionally understanding yeah. things, and I've logically understood offers for many, many years, but I think this year we started really starting to under, I personally started to emotionally understand offers better. So next year it's about creating more of those offers, um, and having different price points. Cause right now, uh, specific to the measure marketing to IO brand, as an example, we've got the Academy, but it's a, it's a $2,000 program. And it's like, Oh, well, what, what do you have that's underneath that? We just recently, very recently released a $47 offer, but that's it. Like there's nothing in between. And we didn't have that $47 offer even a few months back. So, you know, it's, we've sort of built this company off this one major product. And then there are some high, higher ticket stuff, you know, the group coaching and the, you know, the done for you, uh, things as well. But we don't have anything lower end, um, and and I think there's a there's a fail on our end to not create offers for that um, because there's a market for it. 
um, where people just can't afford the, the higher end. Just, you know, obviously we've got a worldwide audience as we all do, just because it's the internet uh, and there's different markets that just can't afford uh, the certain rate. So having lower ticket items, uh, making the offers better and just really tripling down on that. Um, and then right after that, the big goal was first offers, then it'll be targeting. Yeah. Um, and really getting good at targeting those offers. Because now if we have something that everybody wants and then we can go find where they are, uh, that's kind of it, right? We just need those two halves and marketing solved. We just need those two halves. So it goes to, you know, using that personal goal of, okay, let's listen more, you know, let's, let's accept that some things are out of our control. Let's get a bunch of different ideas. Let's, you know, stop trying. So here's an example of what I mean by the, the two can tie together now, personal and this marketing goal is in the past, you may be super successful and you might tell me, Hey, you need to do this, this, and this. I will immediately take that and go, yeah, that sounds like that would work really well. But if I add my sprinkle of Mercer magic to it, in other words, if I can control it in my way and change your system just a little bit, it'll be even better. And then I'll go down that rabbit hole. Well, in reality, that's one of the failed systems that you threw out, right? And yeah. it's like, why why not just follow what he says and just do that first, even if it wasn't your idea? Like, who cares? And I realized like I was emotionally doing that. Logically, it makes no sense. Logically, I would say I wasn't doing that, but emotionally, it felt like I was. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to blindly follow what others say to do and stop questioning, right? And just accept that they're right and follow it step by step and get a get a better result. Then I can iterate if I want to add the Mercer Magic stuff later, but at least I'm iterating from a different standpoint. So that's kind of how those two um, go together for me. Um, other goals. What, what Do you have other business goals um, that you've got? So we talked about that YouTube channel, I guess, going into the, um, you know, your 80-20, that makes sense. You know, that can help yeah. out. Yeah. So I love the Mercer Magic um, same I call it the sour sauce, or I just made that up right now. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, definitely <laughs> guilty. Come, come to our restaurant. Our restaurant's going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, Mercer Magic Sour. <laughs> yeah, guilty as charged, man. Like it's, yeah, I, I'm nodding along as you say that because I do the same thing. Like somebody tells me the answer and then I have to make it complicated. Yeah. Um, that's just what 100%. I do. Um, yep. I, I always make things more complicated because. And it's, it's actually not a good quality. It's not an endearing quality. Nobody likes that about me. Um, I always try to be, I have this whole like smartest person in the room complex sometimes. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't even think that I'm the smartest person in the room. I'm pretty self-deprecating, but yeah. I always try to like add something to it. And that, yeah. that's not a, that's not a good quality. Um, I'm, I'm the same quality. way, man. I'm sometimes the same it's good way quality. right there with you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, good, it's, it's, a, good, it's in balance, right? You got to keep it in balance. Yeah. Well, I think that you and I are both natural problem solvers and yes. sometimes we try to solve problems that don't exist. That's, that's where it becomes a problem. Yes. Agreed. Is when you try to solve, when you make, treat everything as a problem that you need to solve, sometimes you just need to listen and just accept it. Um, and, and I need to do better at that. I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the other thing that I have written down is just this idea of, changing my relationship with the audience. This is another marketing thing, but it's also just like a business model thing too, right? And that is how our relationship goes. Now we have a membership that, that I, I love. We have a lot of great content um, in our membership. We have the five dimensions of marketing that we cover and we have courses for each of those. And we spend a lot of time updating our catalog in 2023. That was a big thing. But um, it's sort of like all under lock and key. Like you have your, your nice measurement marketing, measurement, measurement marketing program, right? Like it's a big, you know, it's a big program, but only a handful of people get to see that, right? Only, you know, hundreds, dozens, whatever it is, people get to see that. But what about the rest of it? So it's being more present on the, be more useful 
to people who are not paying me and also accepting a different business model for being useful. Now, the model that I learned and the model that you learned is be useful via email or teaching people, sell them on your, sell them on a course courses is your monetization method. Now, if anybody gets mad at us because we have to, because we promote our courses, it's like, okay, well, that's how we make money. That's the only reason why this pod like that, everything, you know, okay. So we're useful to you. We have YouTube videos. We have all these things we do measure. You do measure summit. It's all free, but we have to make money somehow courses is, is a traditional way to do it now yeah. or a membership. Right now there's other, there's other ones. Like you could actually, people could just be pushing you affiliate offers all the time. They could be pushing sponsorships, right? That's another way to make money. Um, and so basically though, people who are useful for you, unless it's a hobby, they have to make money somehow. So what I'm, I want to be useful, but I want to monetize it in a way that they don't have to pay me money out of pocket more in sponsorships. Now we've seen this work very well for a lot of businesses. So for example, Netflix, Netflix, there's a, there's an ad free model and people are going to it. Right. Um, or actually, no, there's a, there's a sponsor, there's an ad free model, which is expensive. And then there's the ad supported model. People prefer the ad supported model. Yeah. Yeah, People yeah. prefer to ad supported Disney. If you can get $2 less, they'll sit through the ads. Right. And so that's, that's where it is. So some of my content, I will have it be, I'll have it u- more useful than ever. It'll be the same great content, but there'll be more of it and it'll be monetized in a little bit different way. And, and what I'm getting at is doing more newsletter type stuff. So I'll have yeah. newsletters where some articles are sponsored. Some articles are, are sourced, right? Um, just gives getting better at, helping people being helpful, but also accepting that YouTube would be a similar way. Like we all accept that if it's a quality YouTube video at the end, there's going to be an ad or in the middle of it or something like that. So really just changing the delivery format of utility to people is sort of like the fundamental thing that I'm thinking about. Right. So getting, being more vulnerable, being more real, not really worrying about that thing, having to fit into a funnel into your courses, but just saying, okay, it can just be useful, but then the monetization models of ad platforms of sponsorships and stuff like that will give me some value as well. And so that's, that's a big fundamental shift that I've never been able, I've never really, the business model never really was the model that I learned for courses. It used to be email list courses, the only monetization method or, or affiliate. Now there's other options that are out there and I want to explore those and see how it does and see how it affects the overall process of what I'm going through. Yeah, I love that. And especially that idea of finding new ways to bring in revenue, new ways to exchange value between yeah. the marketplace and the business, um, you know, in this case, your business. So I love that idea. And I, and I, and I definitely see the trend. Like we're looking at, you mentioned the Measure Summit brand. Um, with Measure Summit, we're doing these things called Lunch and Learns now, which is essentially a sponsorship deal. Uh, where mm-hmm. somebody will sponsor it and we can email the list and say, hey, there's going to be this product demo or this vendor who's going to come on and talk about this thing or whatever. So you have this little lunch and learn event that you don't have to pay for. You can get a ton of value from, right? Because somebody else is sponsoring it. Nice. Um, you know, So I think that that concept works really well. And I think it's super creative to be able to look at that, um, which is great. I think the the other big goal that we've got, so we, you know, on my end, I talked about the, you know, that acceptance, listening more, right? That things are not always in control and that I don't have to immediately start to control something. That's really the, the key of that. The marketing, getting really good at offers and then and then later in the year targeting, um, but offers first. And then from the that third big goal for me business-wise is um, actually a new brand. It'll be automatedprofits.io, which is officially live uh, for people that are uh, listening to this right now since we're in 2024 technically. But the goal is not to get it live, right? Right now it's on a waiting list. Um, 
but uh, you know, so people can go there and, and see it. But the but it's really growing that brand out because this year in 2023 we had the idea was this brand we were going to launch called Businessist, um, and that was a confusing name for a lot of people. So we it just it, it didn't take off mostly because we never hit the gas because we were doing our research side. It was like it was just created more conversations that it needed. So I didn't. I did, we just didn't hit the gas and we focused on the other brands. But this next year, 2024, automatedprofits.io uh, is officially going to be it. And the whole idea is to talk about other other systems besides just measurement. We're very good at talking about measurement systems, but we're very good at systems in general. So let's talk about other business systems um, that entrepreneurs need help with. And that's where the Automated Profits brand is going to be. And that'll be me a lot on YouTube too. Similar similar to you, like having that. That's the, that's the stuff that I don't mind being associated with forever. Like I don't want to be the Google Analytics guy 10 years from now because I'm not going to keep up with it 10 years from now. Like, I just know that um, I'll be in the area, but I'm not going to be at, you know, the best in the world at that particular tool. There'll be other people in our organization that are, uh, but not me. Right. I'm, I'm, but I'm very good at strategy and systems. And I, and I look at those slightly differently. So I wanted a place where I could explore that I could learn and everything that we were learning with automated profits was being pushed into the other brands. Right. And then we could just happen to teach it to others at the same time. So I'm leveraging the systems that we're discovering and, and, um, crystallizing in our own organizations and then being able to teach it back to the marketplace um, so we can get more juice from that squeeze um, to kind of uh, uh, put it in a different way. So that's kind of, that's our, our big goals. I've got one more quick question. Um, and this is, this is a surprise one. So, you know, for, for those listening at home, um, what are your goals for this podcast for 2024? Ooh. It's a surprise question. Just yeah. thought about that. Well, and I was like, that's a good way to wrap it up. I love it. <laughs> Why did I do? Why did we do this podcast in the first place? My my, actually, part of it was that I, I liked your vibe with you. So like I like talking to you. We were always talking about fun stuff, and and just just came out of our monthly catch ups. Like we said, let's do a podcast, and we did a demo, and it worked, um, and I like it. Um, we never really. We always said that if this thing gets us one client, it was worth it, right? right. Um, and and if we get it out there, it is it is truly top of funnel. We don't really. We're not trying very hard to monetize this thing, um, and I, I think it can stay that way for a while. But it's it's really a relationship builder between you and me, and then also a relationship builder with us and an audience to get it out there. Now, I, this, I, we started this thing right when I was in the process of creating my Profit Pillars brand and the and 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 all that. Right, so yep. I knew that by the time this thing would go live, I would have something live as well. And that, you know, potentially somebody would listen to it and be like, hey, what's that all about? And apply to join the program. So there is there is a somewhat of a, you know, it's a very, very loose tie into that. It's like if I talk about business and what's going on, people be like, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. This guy's got experience. I should listen to his whole framework. That was really the the goal there. Now, I don't think that it's really it's maybe a little bit too soft on the pitch. Like we haven't pitched very hard. Yeah, and, very and I, true. Really, I, I don't, it's a very immeasurable thing as to whether or not it's working or not. We, you and I both talk about how we get a lot of anecdotal conversations. Like people yeah. will reach out to me on LinkedIn or tell me on a zoom call that they, Hey, I listen to it. I like it. So I think that, you know, for this year I'm, I'm fine continuing on as it is with the relationship building, but then who knows, maybe we have to, Maybe we we find one thing and we lean into it a little bit more. Maybe we just keep on doing it this way. Um, we haven't really tried very hard for distribution, getting getting users yeah. and stuff like that to listen. So um, I I don't know. I don't want to talk necessarily on air, but my goal is to keep on doing what we're doing because I enjoy it. But then maybe we have to talk about 
what is the next step of this thing um, as it goes. But most podcasts, I'm prepared. Like a podcast takes 100 episodes before you even have an audience and it's predictable. Exactly. This is episode number 35. So like we would, yeah. that would mean that we'd have to do this for another year and a half before we really even worry about it. And I would do it for a year and a half before it really started to take on. And we got the best of best of lists and stuff like that, right? You need to get 100 yeah. out of the way before you can even talk about next steps. So my goal is just to get to 100 um, and then and then we can start to evaluate do, where is the momentum? Where are things going? Right. Every successful podcast becomes successful after the hundredth episode. So I, I have a long view on this. How about you? Yeah, I, it's, I'm right there with you, which is good, you know, because <laughs> we're very aligned on what our goals are. Um, I, I agree. I got a ton out of this, just hanging out with you and, and having these conversations. And I appreciate that, you know, the more that we do this, the better that we get at it because we're building that relationship. We're getting a little more vulnerable with each other. And then by default, that's with vul more vulnerable with the audience, which is, I would assume, creating better connections. Um, I would, of course, love to have readership go up and or readership, listenership. Uh, go up uh, on the podcast, right? And have more, you know, more subscribes and downloads and all of that. So I definitely wouldn't, um, you know, shy away from that. But also to your point, we're not actively like putting pay traffic behind this or reaching out to other people to promote it or we're actually marketing it in any sort of real um, consistent way. And I'm okay with that too. Um, you know, building it out, getting the core components, really identifying who we are, what this podcast is and, and who it can serve best and building the relationship with the early adopters, um, like the individuals that are listening to this right now, you know, that are sitting there going, hey, these guys, you know, made me think a little different or gave me a different, um, a different way to, to tackle a problem or to go through a situation or just if you like hanging out with us, um, you know, it's kind of, uh, how, how we're playing it. So, um, yeah, so generally speaking, 100% aligned, uh, on where we're going with the podcast. And, uh, speaking of, we are at the end of our very first podcast for 2024. So as always, uh, you know, you're listening to this. You, it was, like I said, it made you think a little differently. You got to maybe some of your goals. You can share with us your goals. That would be cool too. Uh, just, you know, send us over an email. Uh, just get, you know, go over to um, Business Unfiltered. It's businessunfiltered.fm, right? Is that where we've got yes, the you know, yep. businessunfiltered.fm? Look, we're already starting to market it. How, how, look at that. We already got our goal. It's already got progress. We're telling people about our podcast. Uh, but yeah, go to, go there. It's, you know, sign up, send us an email. Email. Let us know kind of what your goals are um, and share it with others as always, because that way you move it from something that you've been exposed to new ideas to something that's actually you're practicing and building skills with. And that's really what Jeff and I want uh, for, our, you know, if this podcast could be useful for you in that way. We would absolutely love that. Um, so with that, we want to officially thank you for listening to Business Unfiltered. We'll see you on the next episode. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Business Unfiltered with your hosts, Mercer and Jeff Sauer. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and tell a friend what you've learned today. Want to connect? Visit us at businessunfiltered.fm. This has been Business Unfiltered. Always unapologetically honest.